and Risa will be coming on after we speak to our distinguished distinguished guest who is here already, Dr. Eugene Alevato. He is uh, the professor of mathematics in our College of Liberal Arts, and uh, he is uh, just well-versed in so many areas. We're so happy to have you here, so thank you for joining us. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here today. Thank you so much. So um, I guess we'll roll right into this um, interview. What? Give us a little bit of background on yourself. Well, um, I, I spent about 10 years doing basic research. I worked for NASA uh, before uh, coming to Woodbury, and uh, I also spent 10 years as, uh, in uh, engineering, working in engineering, and then I came to, to teach, and I've been teaching for 14 years here. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy. You've been here for 14 years. <laughs> yeah. And I, were you then, did you think that you were going to become a professor while you were working at NASA? How did know, that come about? Actually, you know, when I was uh, at the university, I hated the idea of teaching and giving presentations. You know, I always had this, uh, you know, uh, excitement, you know, fear of talking in front of people, you know, and uh, that kind of uh, hold me back. But, uh after teaching for uh, you know uh, six months, I realized that was really my calling. You know that uh, you know I just love to teach and help students. Um, one thing that I noticed as soon as I start teaching math and science is that I realized students were having a lot of difficulties. You know with math, and I start uh, asking students. You know why? You know why you feel this way and. Uh, and that evolved into a, uh, a a kind of a questionnaire that I prepare, uh, asking them to write a paragraph about their feelings uh, about math and science. Hmm. And from that, I came up with uh, uh, basically one sentence, you know, attitude is everything. You know, I realized that students had a positive attitude towards math. Uh, they would doing well, they were successful, as soon as they have a negative uh, attitude, they were not doing so well. So I realized I had to start uh, focus on this and studying, you know, uh, and I came up to a big study out there is about math anxiety. I realized this is an epidemic, and uh, that's been my interest since, uh, you know, I started uh, working here. Well, let me uh, chime in, ask a question about that, because I think a lot of people say, I'm not a math person. Yeah. Now, I think a lot of times they say that, and that may or may not be too, it, true. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, of right? Course. Where they say, I'm, I'm no good at math. And, of course, they're not going to be good at math. How do you deal with that? Well, you know, this is uh, it's a cultural thing. You know, the environment, parents, uh, mentoring, you know, school, everything, you know, uh, contributed to these uh, feelings, you know. Um, it becomes uh, our society it's, has already accepted the fact that math uh, you know, it's difficult, math is not for them, and, and they even say that, and they laugh, and they f find it funny, you know. But uh, the truth is, uh, nobody say, oh, I can't read, right? Uh, you know, uh, that's not really acceptable. So I think uh, math deserves, you know, a little bit of attention as well, you know. Yeah, I, I have, yeah, excuse me, Greg, I have a, a teenage 
teach kids and um and though a couple of them are not so good in math in their eyes, but they say that, oh, I'm not going to need math in my future. My job's not going to require math. So it doesn't matter. What is your response to that? Well, you know, know, uh, we need to be uh, knowledgeable about all fields. You know, I believe, you know, uh, we need to know a little bit of everything. We can't just focus on just writing or just math, you know. In order to be a, a, a good writer, you need to understand about logic, you need to understand about sequence, you know. Everything, if you look, uh, math is everywhere, you know. From the moment we wake up to the time we come to school, you know, we, ha- we have used a lot of math, you know. I tell my students, you know, uh, if you could wake up uh, late, you have to figure out what you need to do. Am I going to skip uh, breakfast or brushing my teeth? I hope not, but, you know, sometimes <laughs> you have to make that choice, you know. <laughs> so, so math is in everywhere, you know, so we need to, uh, yeah, so. So let's talk a little bit about this, this project that you're doing with the playgrounds because yeah. that kind of is, it really comes from this idea, right, that, that, that younger children, that the sooner you can introduce math to younger children, yeah. the more comfortable they'll be with it as they get older, right? So right. let's talk a little bit about this project and, and how it well, got started. Yeah, once I realized that uh, it's an attitude really problem, you know, I, I, I started working and trying to change the mindset of students, you know, and there's a lot of work on, on changing mindset, you know, um, they called uh, growth mindset. Um, so, um, after a while, I, I had the opportunity to go to this uh, conference, and I met some professors from the State University from Rio de Janeiro in Brazil, and I told them, you know, I've been working with college students for a long while, and I like to work with preschoolers. And they said, well, you know, we have this community center, you know, like one hour away from Rio de Janeiro, you know, in a very poor uh, neighborhood and, uh, you know, subjected to abuse, you know, violence and all kinds of, uh, you know, bad environment, you know, not, not helpful to, you know, to be a good student, right? But still, in this small community center, they manage to have very successful students, you know. And um, and I, wow, I'm curious about that. I'd like to visit. So then I had opportunity to go there and visit for a couple of weeks. And actually, I even made a little documentary, you know, about that. I interview students. I interview, uh, you know, instructors that uh, were students, they went to university and they came back to teach you know, at that same community, you know, and I thought, mm-hmm. oh my God, you know, I have, you know, uh, a study case here, you know, that I can, uh, you know, interview these people and work with them and realize what had motivated them, you know, to, to find this intrinsic motivation to study and to be successful. Um, we have many students uh, in college level that uh, basically have all the opportunities they can and uh, they not take advantage of it. So I need to learn that, to bring that back to the college level. So that mm-hmm. was the idea of going to, to this community center and, uh, and doing. In fact, I'm, I'll be going there next year where I spend about uh, three months 
working with the kids, uh, teaching them math and uh, some aspects of the emotional intelligence, uh, developing those skills. Uh, and, um, and also, we're going to be building a playground that, uh, you know, explores math and emotional intelligence. And, uh, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about how, how you brought your students, your Woodbury students, into this project? Oh, yeah. Uh, I almost tried to bring real-world problems into the classroom, independent of what class it is. So I had opportunity to teach math ideas uh, this uh, fall. And uh, I, I, I'm very in favor of project-based kind of project, you know, um, uh, kind of project that involves, you know, group activities. And, and it's very important to have students from different majors so they can give uh, different contributions, you know, different perspectives. And uh, I was trying to come up with some ideas uh, myself uh, about uh, what kind of games and, uh, you know, uh, activities that I would build at the playground. And I thought, why not, uh, you know, you know, have my students, you know, they are very creative students, you know, to come up with, this, uh, with these ideas. And that's what happened. I had students from architecture, from filming, from uh, fashion design, graphic design, all working together, you know, and they came up with these fantastic ideas. And um, also, I, I invited a... Um, entertainment designer to come up and see how um, uh, the feasibility of building these activities that they were, you know, thinking. And they worked all together, you know, people from outside, uh, you know, like professionals with our students. And, uh, and I will be implementing some of those ideas uh, next year. That's amazing. I think that this project is a perfect example of Woodbury's commitment to both civic engagement right. and also our cross-disciplinary approach to education. Exactly. So, yeah. I, I mean, I think it just it fits in beautifully with that. Where are you with the, the project? I understand that uh, you received a grant. Yes, I was blessed with uh, you know this uh, grant that helped me to buy materials to to build this uh, playground and to purchase some uh, a couple of computers, you know. And I'm very happy that uh, the faculty uh, development uh, committee uh, grant me this uh, grant. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> the money is always helpful. <laughs> yes. So where does the project go from here? It sounds like in addition to, you know, building the playground, which will engage these young preschool children, yeah. that you kind of, it sounds like you're, you're, you're also engaging on other, in other ways at this community center in Brazil. So is, is the idea to expand what you're doing even beyond the playground? Oh, yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, professors from uh, the state university, they want actually to collaborate with us in terms of exchanging faculty and students. So I see a lot of possibilities even to uh, send some of our, our students to go there, to their university, to take some uh, classes on pedagogy or, you know, education if they're interested, mm. you know, and have some of their students come here and, uh, and learn more about that. I also would like to expand the 
um, documentary, you know. Uh, we, I have done a little bit of it uh, during my first visit. I'd like to repeat that, uh, uh, filming and uh, it, uh, ideally it would be if one student could go with me next year to document uh, the development of the playground and the response of these kids, you know, in terms of the emotion and math. And uh, yeah. Do you expect expect the playground to be built over the summer? The whole thing? Oh you, yeah, you that's, hope that's, it's that's my goal. That's you know, goal. I have always high expectations from everything, from my students, from you know, from, from my own activities. You know, I I hope uh, I, that's my goal. To otherwise, I'll have to come back the following year. Yeah. Now a little bit of background about yourself. Are are you are you from Brazil? Oh or? yeah, I'm okay. originally I'm originally from Brazil, but uh, I've been here for more than thirty five years. Okay. Yeah, my accent is still there, but it's still there. We'll never go away, okay. <laughs> which is a good thing. Which is definitely a good thing. Yeah. Give us one second. We're going to take a break, um, and we'll be right back. Thank you. Okay, we're back here. We're back with Dr. Eugene Olivato discussing his amazing project that he's doing in Brazil um, to educate preschoolers um, on, on math concepts at a very early age on a playground that he's uh, developing um, this summer. So there's there's a lot. Oh, by the way, if you are interested in learning more about this project, we do have an article on our website, on the Woodbury website in the news section that we, uh, I think we uploaded about a month ago. So um, if you're interested in learning more about um, unlocking the secrets of academic success on a playground in Brazil, that's the top, that's the article headline, please check it out on woodbury.edu. Um, so if, if, you know, after people are checking this out, if they want to get in touch with you, if they want to participate, how do they do that? Oh, please uh, send me an email, Eugene, E-U-G-E-N-E dot Alevato, A-L-L-E-V-A-T-O, at woodbury.edu. Oh, thank you so much. And I do have one last thing. Eugene mentioned that um, he's doing a documentary um, on the project. And if there are any film majors who might be interested in working with Dr. Alavato, um, maybe traveling with him to the site over the summer, please email him. Um, this is a great uh, project that you might be interested in doing, and it would look really great on your resume. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us, and we're, we will have you back to discuss some of the other initiatives that you're working on. You thank have a you lot very happening. Much. Take care. Thank you for inviting me. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>